Well, one of the things, I, I just have a series of stories to share with you, but one of the things I want to see if, if you're aware of, you have a bulletin, did you look at the bulletin? Do you understand that there is a ministry in this church that's called the Ministry of the Bulletin? You, you people don't really understand that, do you? The, the Ministry of the Bulletin. You have a fantastic secretary for the pastor in this church. And she asked the pastor at the beginning of the week, Pastor, what is your sermon on? And then she looks to find something that will depict what the pastor is going to speak about. And when she uh, picked this picture this week, and I thought, I thought back over all the pictures over the last four months that she has picked out from my sermon title or from something I told her that is in the sermon. Do you, do you notice this picture right here to, to see what effective ministry she has in this church? You see, you're not getting the whole picture here. You see, you've got, you've got to, it's so fantastic. I get so excited about it. I have to keep calm. Okay, I, I'm going to be really calm now. We used to sing such songs as Rescue the Perishing. And there's a light that beams across the restless waves and haven of rest, all of them having to do with the ocean. And, and this picture here, some of us think this is the way God rescues us. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. And we think that God comes along and says, here, and throws out a lifesaver. And we can grab the lifesaver. But because we can't put the whole picture on here, you don't get to see it all. So I'm going to tell you what's missing on the picture. So when you take this home, you'll have the whole sermon. You see, what's missing on the picture is that God hovers overhead. And yes, there is a life ring that goes out. But as soon as God throws the life ring out, he turns to his son Jesus and says, Okay, son, dive in. Dive in. Waves are roaring and the sea is blowstring all over the place. And God says, dive in, son. Save him. And he dives in and he gets us. And then he swims us to the lifesaver. And he waits and holds him and never lets him go. And then God the Father pulls up, pulls it up. And he's got his son and he's got the rescued. And if there's several down there, he jumps right back in again and God throws out another lifesaver. And he does that until all are rescued. 
And that's all in here. You just didn't see it. We couldn't put the whole picture in. You couldn't see the God hovering overhead, and you couldn't see the Son of God diving into the water to save us. But that's what God does. That's the way he is. I wanted to tell you several stories this morning, and one of the stories is about the man that never bowed. Now, he didn't know Jesus, and I believe that he was a man of such character. If he knew Jesus, he would have bowed to the Lord Jesus Christ. But this, this, happened, this story happened back in the early, early days of this country when there was a slave trade. And this man was captured in Africa. Inumo was captured along with a whole lot of others. And he was taken to a certain spot. And while he was standing there, they came and told him, bow down, and we're going to put this collar on your neck, and he would not bow down. And they beat him, and they tried everything they could to get him to bow down, but he would not bow down. And so they, finally, several large men jumped on him and held him down while they put the collar around his neck, and they put the chains around his wrist and his ankles, and they pulled him onto that ship. And every single place that they put him on that ship, he stood up. And so they put him under the deck. Now, I have stood on the slave trading ship. And the deck is about the height of this right here to the floor. That's all the room you have. He never bowed. The whole trip from Africa to America, he stood up. How did he do it? He stood underneath that four-foot-high rafters of the upper floor, and he was down there, and he just stood there the whole time, never moved. They tried everything they could to get him to lie down like the others were, but he wouldn't do it. They'd force him to lie down. He would get right back up as soon as they left, and he would stand up. And he stood up that whole journey to America. And when he got to America, they put him out there on the shopping block. And how much will you bid me for this man? And there was something unique about him, and everybody kept looking at him, and, and some were wondering, is he so obstinate? that I wouldn't want to buy him because if, if he can stand all the way from coming from Africa in a boat with only a four foot high area to stand, I wouldn't want a worker like that. And somebody went over to one of the other men that had also been taken captive and they said, what is it about Inubo? What is it about him? And the man said, Enobo is son of the king. He will never, never, never bow down to someone else. He will always stand head and shoulders over our people. 
so that they can see him standing there and understand that to be a child of the king has great dignity and great responsibility. And the people must always see the child of the king standing so that they know the way to go. They know the way to go. And I thought, when I heard that story, I thought, what an apt story that depicts Jesus, who's always standing where we can see him. And I don't care what circumstances of our life, he is there where we can see him. He is always standing for you and I, saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. Another story I'd like to read to you. Finding himself in this remote area of West Africa, the missionary was appalled by the abject poverty of the people. Nevertheless, he felt impelled to preach the gospel in all of its fullness. Responding to the Spirit of God, the villagers started taking an active part in the missionaries' efforts to better their lives. Although faced with such poverty-stricken congregation, he appealed earnestly to them to financially support the Christian work being done in their area. He encouraged them to give what they could. He painted with great enthusiasm a wonderful picture of a health clinic and a house of worship quartering in the same building, pointing out to them the value of both in reaching the unsaved around them by caring for their physical and spiritual needs in one location. His appeal struck the heart of one young woman, especially hard. Thinking of what she had been through and what lay ahead of her, as a woman of this village without a doctor and without a savior, she made a commitment. A couple of hours later, she approached the missionary and generously gave him a gift for the project of the clinic and the church. The amount she gave was a sum that staggered the imagination. The missionary was overwhelmed as he stood there with her gift of forty dollars. Four zero. Forty dollars. How on earth had this young woman come up with so much money? It was more than they could make in a lifetime. As carefully and politely as possible, he inquired as to how she, not yet fully an adult, had been able to amass such a huge sum of money. How did she do it. He did not want her gift to be belittled or question the honesty of her acquirement, but he was so astonished, he must know. How? Where? In what way did you get such a sum? He asked. Her answer came from a meek and humble heart. Sir, I went to a wealthy planter and I sold myself into his service for the rest of my life. 
What is your commitment to Christ? The poor African woman, without any means of giving a gift to the Savior she loved, sold herself into a lifetime of servitude so that she could give the most possible. She made the ultimate sacrifice and commitment to Christ. She gave herself as a living sacrifice so that others can know the joy of salvation provided by the love of God. As your pastor, I appeal to you, therefore, brethren, I beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service and spiritual worship. Romans 12.1. So today I asked you, what is your commitment to Christ? Does he have your heart? Have you given him your all? You ask, what can I give the master? You can give yourself a living sacrifice. Simon Barker has led the way this morning. Claim it today. God bless every one of you. I'll miss you all. You're such a beautiful congregation. I can see it must have been hard for Godfrey to leave. And I could see the great joy when he came back and everybody clapped. Boy, that's... That's fabulous. Reminds me of a pastor that was having real difficulty in his life. And he was really up against it. And Satan was getting the upper hand on him. And one of his church members noticed that. And so this man went and talked to, by the way, it was the man that was trying to put his dog through the keyhole, if you remember that story. And 
he went and told the other men in the church that he understood, he could tell, he perceived, God gave him the gift to understand that the pastor was having a very difficult time and that he needed some kind of support and help. And he organized them together. And the next Sabbath, there were a whole lot of them there in the parking lot. And when the pastor came, they all gathered around his car. Before he knew what was happening, they took him up and put him on his sho their shoulders. And they carried him into the church, celebrating their pastor. And that day he gave a sermon that came from his heart. Yeah, it must have been unbelievable. I wasn't able to be there, but I, I know the pastor and what an impact that made on his life. God bless every one of you. God bless you richly. God bless you fully. Trust in Jesus. He loves you, and he's got a place for you. And one of these days, you're going to walk on those golden streets, and, and we'll all meet together under the tree. And we'll shout, hallelujah. hallelujah, heaven is cheap enough. Thank you, Jesus.